You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. All right, everybody, welcome back in. It has been quite some time, still uh, still on a little bit of a hiatus, but we're back. Your fantasy daddies are back, giving you guys a little mock draft action today. Thank you for joining us. Filthy Fantasy Football Show is always your boys, King Josh, Josh King, Big Rome, Fantasy Fish, and special guest, the man behind the mic that never talks, Director Ross, will be joining us today. The fuck's up, guys? How's it going? Okay, maybe he's not quite ready to talk yet. He's shy. But he'll pull. He'll, he'll tell pull, us his picks. He'll tell us his picks. He'll pull that verbal dick out eventually, and that's fine. How you guys doing? Ooh, look at that! Love it. So we got a quick little mock draft for you guys. We're gonna do a little uh, twelve round banger: one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, tight end, a flex, and a couple bench spots for you. We're doing no kicker, no defense because those are usually at the end of the draft, anyways. Yeah, get who you have available, and you're done. That's it. That's all you need to know. Exactly. Yeah. Not a lot of not a lot of thought. Exactly. All right, so we did a randomized draft order. We got uh, Director Ross going to be the number two overall. Big Rome's going to be at the five. Myself will be at the tenth, and the Fantasy Fish will be rounding us out at the twelfth at the turn. Which I actually like. Twelve is actually one of my favorite spots in a twelve team draft. I like it. Rome's got the short. I don't mind it. It's not my favorite, but I don't mind it. Yeah. Mostly because it's in real life it takes fucking forever, it feels like, to get to your pace. It it is kind of a heartbreak thing when you're at the twelve because you get your two picks, you get two really good players. And then you watch a lot of names get picked up before it's you again. And it, it it's very painful. But uh Alright boys, you ready? Wanna get into it? Let's fucking do this shit. Mm. Looks like we're getting ready to get started here. 101, Jonathan Taylor. Shocker. Yeah. Director Rome's got the 102. And, I mean, it's it's a question between McCaffrey, Henry, or Eckler at two. I'm not really scared of McCaffrey's injury history. Everyone gets hurt. So, fuck it. Let's go. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that one. I don't know why people are dropping McCaffrey down so far. That's like, like players said, get everybody hurt. gets hurt. Everybody gets hurt. Yeah. But well, I, I like that. So the next two picks, Henry went three, and Eckler went four, and Big Rome is sitting here fucking pissed because I go running back first. It's what I like to do. And now I don't know exactly where I'm going to go. I've got two different options here. One of them, they were teammates in college. Justin Jefferson or Jameer Chase. Is it time to take the best wide receiver off the board? You know what? Fuck it. It is. And Just I'm reminder, it is half PPR, so you're, Regardless. it's still a decent value. Regardless. I'm going, I'm going JJ all day. Can't really go wrong with uh, Justin Jefferson as the first wide receiver off the board. 
Six went Jamar Chase. Seven, Cooper Cup still up there really high. Surprisingly, the ADP had Travis Kelsey go at eight overall, which I don't really see that happening. But at the same time, I can't argue it either. Travis Kelsey's probably still going to be an absolute stud, especially with the departure of um, Tyreek Hill. I think they'll just keep tossing the rock to Kelsey. Then Dalvin oh, yeah. Cook. Now I am on the clock. There's some still pretty good running backs out there. I like to, since I'm at the tail end of the draft, I want to try to lock up the best running back I can and potentially the best wide receiver I can just because it's going to be a while till I get another pick. Fish even worse because he's actually at the end of the draft. So I'm going to take, you know, they keep talking about the the workload changing, but I'm going to go with Najee Harris at 10 overall. I mean, that kid absolutely feasted last year, and I really don't see it changing that much. Agreed. Yeah, I agree as well. Joe Mixon went after that, leaving it to me here. I got two picks. I'm going to do the kind of what Josh said probably. I want a good receiver and a good running back because it's going to be a minute before it gets back to me. So I'm going to take the upside on the teams here more so than the players. So I'm going to take Diggs over Adams. I kind of like Adams a lot, but I just think Buffalo is going to score a lot more. And then for running back, I'm going to have to go with Chubb. I I like Swift as well. I like Kamara. I don't think – I think Kamara might be a tad bit lower for me in this realm, but – Did he get suspended yet? That's the thing. It's No. It's probably going to be six games. If it's like three or two – it's a lot more appealing, but I like Chubb. I think even with the Watson situation, I think that they'll be better than Detroit. I mean, you're you're off to a great start. You got a you know potential top five running back and a wide receiver that could potentially be the number one wide receiver. You know, he just got paid a shit ton of money in Buffalo, so I, I Diggs is a great pick. So after Fish's pick, it went Devontae Adams right back to me. So now here I am. I'm staring at – there's still some really good running backs. DeAndre Swift's still there. But then you've got a couple wide receivers that have some huge upside. CeeDee Lamb, Tyreek Hill, Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown. But you know what? I actually like a lot of the mid to late wide receiver I'm not exactly punting it, but with DeAndre Swift still available at 2-4 – I'm going to go ahead and take DeAndre Swift because now I locked up two huge running backs with Harris and Swift. So let me stop you right there when it comes to Swift. We do know that Hard Knocks is featuring Detroit. Does Swift jump into the first round? Because you always get that half round at least bump up. If anything, Swift should be bumped up anyways. Have you seen his arms coming out of training camp? <laughs> he is a beautiful chocolate man, and I will gladly take that man at 2-4. But actually, I agree with you, Ross. You know, Actually, what's funny, talking about camp hype, there was a promo video that came out from Travis Etienne today. And so on fantasy Twitter, I just saw a bunch of Travis Etienne posts because he was doing some fancy footwork out there. But He looked bomb, dude. He looked okay. real good. With on top of that, if Swift jumped into the first round, like say he was drafted around you know the one eight, I don't think I'd 
want him there because Detroit kind of sucks. Kind of. Like, yes, he's going to be good, but he's going to have limitations to his team not being good. The one thing I will say is, yes, the team isn't good, which probably means they're going to be chucking the ball around, and he's he is the pass-catching back. I, I like that. All that being said, I'm looking at the first-round running backs. The only guy that I can see not being a first-rounder or that I would take Swift in front of, I don't know, man. I Probably none of those guys. I think Swift kind of falls right where he's at, right where he, right where he got picked today. I like it. Yeah, I think it's a great pick. I just don't think I would have, like, with on Ross's comment of w- will he jump. Right, right, right. He might, and then it, you kind of lose some value there. Personally, no, I, I, agree. I agree with all you. I, I think Swift is, you know, he should be, a, uh, you know, early – second round pick realistically that that's where he should be but i mean like I said, i'm loving my team so far with harrison and swift as my running back so all right rome on to you all right well after after your swift pick we had tyreek hill we had cd lamb go we had kamara somebody says don't worry about that six game suspension i don't give a shit i'm taking him then allen first quarterback off the board not sure how i feel about that and then i'm sitting to me and i'll tell you what there is another beautiful chocolate man out there with a lot of injury issues. I'm going to see. go ahead and see right through that because I'm taking I know Saquon taking. Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> that man didn't even have a six-pack. He had like a 12-pack. He looked amazing in that picture. His legs looked like the fucking juggernaut. The man's going to be good. Saquon Barkley, his body looked like a beautiful apple fritter, like the most beautiful oh. apple fritter I've ever seen. Just Here's the thing so with Saquon, Saquon Barkley. That right there is either going to be the best pick or the worst pick no matter what. I feel you. I feel Because you. he's either going to be the old Saquon Barkley back again for a late second rounder or he's going to be a second rounder that should have been drafted at like a flex. I feel you. And you know, but before Ross goes, I will say this. Josh Allen's ADP does have him in the second round. Don't draft a quarterback that early. You're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, like, knock it off. Yes, Josh Allen, he'll more than likely be the quarterback one again, and that's totally fine. But not in the second round, goddammit. Like like the earliest I would possibly take a quarterback would be like the fourth, fifth round, something like that. But it would also depend on who I've already drafted previously. Yeah. Agreed. All right, so now on to my pick. After Barkley went Aaron Jones, who I love. I think he's gonna have a hell of a year this year. And Debo went. As of right now, we don't know if Debo is still going to be a Niner. I personally hope he's not. Just because I hate them. Oh. But when it comes to my pick, I got McCaffrey. I got a stud running back. I got Mike Evans staring at me. I love him. I love A.J. Brown. But I think, I think Josh knows who my true number one love is. I tried trading for this man in Dynasty multiple times yeah. with Josh. For the record, you offered I know. Jonathan I know. Taylor for this man. Yes. The the morning that Jonathan Taylor ran for like 14 touchdowns against Buffalo. I love Javante. So I am obviously taking him. That is, that is such a... 
that's such a great and dangerous pick all at the same time because with the re-signing of Melvin Gordon, I don't think it's going to be a straight-up 50-50 timeshare, but Melvin is still very much going to be involved in that offense. But, God, that upside of Javante, he was one of – I think PFF had him as, like, the most efficient running back in the entire NFL or some shit like that. So, I mean, absolutely. Fournette and Pitts just went, so I have one of my receivers that I could get. I mean, everyone knows I like to go running back, running back, running back, running back, running back. It's my trademark. But I'm going with the stud Mike Evans. He's been the most consistent receiver in the last five years. It's hard. It's hard to argue that pick. I mean, especially with Chris Godwin going to be hurt for a while. Gronk retired. You know, so they brought in what Russell Gage, meh. You, you know, Cameron Bray, meh. It's going to be Mike Evans' feast season. And I want to point something out too that we talked about on the show before about kind of like get your guy, but also don't overpay. Ross also said Mike Evans' name in the second round there. And went with his guy, Javante, and Mike Evans made it back to him. So if you feel like this player is better than the other, take him. Take that risk, you know, especially when they're kind of an even tier like this. Take that risk on the guy you want. See if the other one slides to you, especially if you have two picks this close together. I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. So after after Ross took Evans, the third fucking tight end just went off the board, and that's Andrews. Followed up by A.J. Brown. It's come back to me, and I'm glad it's come back to me right now because it's a huge talking point that I'm going to go ahead and I know I'm who gonna you're die. Taking. I'm going to die on this <laughs> fucking hill. All right, everybody? I'm going to take Ezekiel Elliott. I yep. don't know where this is all necessarily coming from other than he played last year completely injured and still played. Was it every game? It was damn close to every fucking game. All I'm going to say is I don't know why he's falling. I'm more than happy that he is. We're talking about a man who's been out of the top 10 in scoring in a standard scoring league once, and he was number 11. Why? I don't know. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm taking I'm taking Elliot. This is the like the round. risk reward draft. And it's fine. Hey. And Great I'm living picks, on it. But, like, w- Barkley and Elliott could be, like, the RB1, RB2. Really. I mean, I don't think they have it left, but if they did, they're both great players. You know, it's funny because right now we're still audio only. We're not video. But once it came back to you and I saw that Zeke was still on the board, everybody, like, I mean, we were all off Mike, but all of us started laughing because we exactly knew who you were going to pick. <laughs> it's like I saw Zeke was still there, and I was like, "Oh, he's definitely going Zeke." 100%. All right, so it's back to me now. After Rome took his guy Zeke, Kittle, Patty Mahomes, Cam Akers, James Connor. Cam Akers is actually a player I've actually had a very hard time ranking right now because I'm not entirely sure where to go with him. But Huge, huge upside, though. You know, one of the better offenses in the entire NFL, so that makes sense. All right, so now here I am. I have two stud running backs, so I I still I still could, in theory, pick up another running back. My first boyfriend, my first love, Antonio Gibson, still on the board, but I there's a chance I could probably get him on the turn. 
I kind of want to get a wide receiver right now just because I have I have two very good running backs. Some big wide receivers still available. Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, Deontay Johnson, Scary Terry McLaurin just got paid. So I'm actually going to go with the safe bet. And I'm going to go with Keenan Allen uh-huh. just because I'm a Charger homer. But the thing is, yeah, I was just he call you a homer. I am. I am. And I'll admit that. But I will say this. Over the last couple of years, he's been a wide receiver one consistently since 2017. Yeah, uh, his wide receiver finishes over those that span. Wide receiver three, twelve, six, fourteen, and ten in PPR scoring. So he's not a big touchdown guy, but he's going to get a hundred plus targets. He's going to get a hundred catches. He's going to get a thousand yards, and I, I'm fine with that as my wide receiver one. Fuck yeah, yeah, certainly. All right, Montgomery went next. Um, I was kind of hoping he wouldn't go there, but with that being said. I'm. I need another running back because I'm not going to get one after this, no matter what I do. Um, and then, at that point, with this, a pick this far back, I'm going to kind of look at my best available players because I need to get the best player that I think's out there. It's going to be a minute, so I will take Antonio Gibson just to fill out that starting running back role, and then. At this point, I know Josh doesn't recommend doing it, but I'm going to take Justin Herbert, and then what I'm going to do is I'm never going to draft another quarterback the rest of the draft. I'll you just know, get one for my bye week and toss my trash player on my, um, that I'm not using. It should be all right. Fish, both of those picks hurt my feelings. Because, <laughs> yeah, hon- honestly, if I wasn't going to get – I was actually considering taking Justin Herbert here just because we talked about earlier in the draft that – there's going to be a lot of picks that happen. Basically, two rounds are going to happen until it gets back to me again. And Right, we're both at the tail end here. Yeah, and, you know, honestly, with Gibson, the Brian Robinson signing doesn't or drafting doesn't scare me that much. I think it's still going to – I think, if anything, it helps Gibson because it's just going to take some of that pressure off of him. Uh, you know, re-signing McKissick, I, I think Gibson's still going to be – and if you can get him in like the third, fourth round, by all means, that's a great pick. And then Justin Herbert, I don't like taking quarterback early, but I picked up Keenan Allen so you get that stack. Plus, I was kind of curious to see what the team would look like. It's funny how we're back here at the tail end, and I was kind of hoping Allen would fall to me so I could get the stack. Because that's why I was like, kind of call you a homer. I was like, God damn it. I knew he was going to do it. Right when I saw him available, I was like, oh, there goes my idea. So then, now here I am. After you took Gibson, my my first love, and my second love, Justin Herbert, Terry McLaurin went. So now here I am. It's do I go? Okay, I, I, let's circle back. So a couple tight ends are off the board. The big ones are gone. The Kelsey Kittle, Andrews Pitts, those guys are gone. And we have that slogan where we said, if you can't be great, be late. So now that tight, all the big tight ends are gone, in my opinion, I'm not going to draft one until towards the end of the draft. Because there's guys like Evan Engram, Gerald Everett, David Njoku that you can get much, much later. So I'm going to just keep loading up with studs. You know, I'm seeing T. Higgins. That's very interesting to me. Um, You know, that offense is just amazing. And then here's another guy that I am very curious about. Deontay Johnson. He has been, he was the wide receiver eight. And a lot of people, people have been fading him. Because they're talking like, oh, 
Pittsburgh's going to change, blah, blah, blah. Are you going to sit there and tell me that Mitchell Trubisky or Kenny Pickett is going to be worse than deflated, dying, fat, bloated Ben Roethlisberger? No fucking way. You know, Juju's gone. I actually like Deontay Johnson. And this is shocking because last year, this is kind of how my draft went in our real home league where I took Keenan Allen and Deontay Johnson. So, But I'm going to take Deontay Johnson. He was the wide receiver eight last year in PPR, and I'm getting him in the fourth round. I'm I'm all about that. I'm good with that. Fuck yeah, man. I personally would have gone Higgins, but you know what? You're you're not wrong on what you're saying about the Pittsburgh offense. Trubisky can at least get it downfield, and fucking Pickett can sling it. He showed that in college. Dude likes to throw it deep, and Johnson's going to be there for him. All right, so after you pick Johnson, Higgins went next, Breeze Hall, Etienne, and Waddle. Now your boy is picking here, and I'm looking between, at this point, just two names. One of them is Darren Waller, who just might be on the outside of that really go and get him tight ends. Uh, I don't know. The The addition of Adams has, has definitely uh, stolen some of that luster. But I'm going to go ahead and take my second wide receiver, a guy that I'm not even worried about fading. I'm glad people are. DK Metcalf has some serious upside. I know he lost he lost Russell Wilson. I get it. You know what? The guy that is taking his place, right, whether it be Locke or Geno, he wasn't terrible when Geno was his quarterback last year, and Locke likes to chuck the ball deep. He did it in college. He made Cortland Sutton a thing. DK Metcalf is going to be just fine, and I'm getting him here in the fourth fucking round, and I'm eating. You know, I will say this. The the roster you've put together so far, if everybody plays to their full potential, you probably have the best team so far. Yeah, it's, it's the boomer bust roster to the max, dude. Yeah. All right, so after uh, Rome took Metcalf, who has he signed uh, his or has he re-signed yet? Because I know that was a big talking point. I mean, I don't not yet, and he's he's been, and he's been absent from camp so far. He's, so he's yeah, he would have to hold out. That that scares me a little with Metcalf. Plus, I mean, again, it's Drew Locke. We saw how he destroyed the Broncos last year, and I think Drew Locke's better than Geno Smith, which. Isn't saying much. But after Metcalf goes, we went Josh Jacobs, who could be a stud this year. But, I mean, the Raiders are going to throw the ball. And they're going to throw the ball and throw the ball even more. And then DJ Moore goes. So, with knowing the Raiders are going to throw the ball, I'm going to take Darren Waller. But seeing how Team 1 already has a tight end, I'm going to wait on the the next round. Unless Team 1 wants to be an, a real asshole and take two tight ends. I mean, good for them. So, instead, I'm going to take my wide receiver, too. And I'm torn between... Uh, I'm torn between Pittman and Sutton. I mean, I... I think I'm going to lean towards the guy who's the only option on his team for right now and who got 
They both got upgrades at QB, so... But I'll stick with Pittman. And then Ju mm -hmm. Judy went, who... Again, I like Sutton better. And then Team 1 took Lamar. So, like I said, I'm going to take Darren Waller. But then I'm also looking at the rest of the board, and half the teams have QBs. <sighs> that Joe Burrow guy, I'm liking him. But, again, tight end, greater late. And Darren Wall is just at that cusp, so I'll take him. Well, I do agree with you on Waller. I think I love it a lot. I was definitely looking at Lamar Jackson here or Murray for my next pick. Um, but Lamar Jackson went 501. And then after you pick Waller, we had J.K. Dobbins and Kyler Murray. So now I'm sitting here at the sixth pick and fifth round, and I'm eyeballing Amari Cooper, but I'll tell you what. With everything that's gone down in Cleveland, which I'm pretty sure Watson, he's, he ain't about to play this year, regardless of any outcome or whatever, they're going to suspend him. I can't. I just can't see Amari Cooper having Brissett throw him the ball and be great. I, just, I don't think Brissett is at that level of quarterback that can really... I don't know. He he just can't, he hasn't proven that he can do it with a good. What about Baker Mayfield? <laughs> what about Baker Mayfield, bro? He gonna be in they, Seattle. That's probably why they aren't moving him. He's gonna be in Seattle. You think he's gonna play for him? I don't think he's gonna play I don't for know. him. I don't he, know. He's I, getting paid twenty nine million dollars. He probably will play for them. He but he's getting that regardless, isn't he? I don't know how that works. I don't think you could do the Deshaun Watson holdout regardless. I think Deshaun Watson was able to do it because of the legal ongoings. I don't think anybody could just not play because they just I don't mean, feel like playing for you. You could quit, but he's under contract with them. So if he quits and retires, even if he comes back, he's still under contract with the same team. I mean, yeah, but they'll I, trade I him again because they have Watson coming back. Well, yeah, if they but, I mean, I think he'd play. Like, if he doesn't play for somebody, that's the end of Baker Mayfield. You're probably right. You're probably right. He no, sucks. I think he, he said. I think he has to play. I think you're, he does have to play, but I just don't think it's going to be in Cleveland. I think he's going to get shoved off to – I honestly think he's going to be in Seattle. They're trying to play that whole – like. That's almost better oh, for Cleveland because then they could punt know. the year and get a good draft pick. Exactly, and then have Watson RG come Manning back. In three years. They don't have any first. They don't have any first though. Me and Ross did talk about that. He called he because I thought the mm -hmm. same shit as you. We forgot that they gave it all away. But Houston will be happy. Houston will be happy. Anyways, here we go. My pick. I'm gonna go ahead and take a guy that I think is gonna have a fucking monster season. He's coming out of Chicago, left Chicago, and is now in L.A. And we're going to go Allen Robinson. Son of a bitch. I was kind of hoping he'd fall to me. This fucking guy, I'm telling you right now, is is probably going to have... Dude, I can see him finishing the year in the top five. The fucking Rams throw the ball so well in McVay's scheme. This guy has been successful just about everywhere he's been, with the exception of last season. But, dude, Robinson is the man. 
I'm convinced he just quit last season yeah, to dude. get the fuck out of Chicago. Exactly. And he landed on his feet. That's actually great. I, I was really, if, if Robinson fell to me, I would have picked him up because he's going to be good this year. So, yeah. you know, so moving on um, after Rome, it went Chris Godwin, which I think he's going to start the year on the pup. So I, I think that ADP will change with time. Then TJ Hawkinson went Joe Burrow, Cortland Sutton. So now I'm on the clock. I got two stud running backs. I got two stud wide receivers. There's still some really big names up here on the board in terms of wide receiver running backs. You know, I I think I might lock up another running back here just so this way I get like a decent flex, whatever have you. And I'm actually going to take it, it's kind of a shot in the dark, I guess, but. I mean, not even that. I'm just I'm gonna go with Damian Harris. I feel like he's just very safe. New England likes to run. <laughs> I mean, th- th- they feature him constantly. He even missed time last year, and he still finishes the running back 14 in PPR. I mean, that that guy he's a great running back. New England runs their running backs into the ground, so this might be the last year that Damian Harris is relevant. And let's do it. Let's go, baby. E. Before we get to Fish's pick, I just want to point something out. Is Team 6 has gone 0 RB. And my opinion, if you're going to go 0 RB, I like what they're doing. I mean, they've got some they've got some stud players with Allen and Chase. Kittle could be a guy. Godwin, I mean, if he's hurt, then they're screwed. But if not, the team six has some potential if they can hit on their late round running backs. See, my my problem is though when you punt the especially running back. So right now, if if let's say team six turns around and picks up a running back, their their running back one is going to be like Cordero Patterson, you know, maybe Miles Sanders, maybe Elijah Mitchell. Which is fine, but just you lose that upside of some of these stud running backs or at least guaranteed play running backs. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, it could also be a potential strategy on my end, too, that I took a running back. I mean, actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't notice that Team 6 went 0 RB. But, I mean, like, I could take another running back with my next pick just to fuck Team 6. Yeah, you could. And... Coming around here, I got my quarterbacks done. My running backs are solidified. I, got, I need another receiver. I could use a tight end. We already talked about tight ends. It's going to be a while before I get there. But this guy's sitting here in tail end of the fifth round, and he's a wide receiver one on a high-powered offense. I don't. I kind of surprised that this guy's so low on draft boards right now, but Hollywood Brown. Yeah. He's got Lamar thrown to him. That's a great pick. I don't understand it. Murray. And he's then, got Murray thrown to him. Oh, yeah. I said. I mean, he's a wide receiver one for six weeks. What? Do you think? I mean, it'll be playing the injury game? Well, no, Hopkins is suspended for the first six weeks. I, I don't know. Hopkins is. I don't think he takes that much away when he comes back. I think he helps him more. I agree. I mean, well, listen, and also to touch on this, because I think I think it's a solid pick right there. 
Brown is linking back up with his college quarterback. I, a lot of people fucking sleep on this. I think it's it's a big factor. The man played for, for Kyler Murray at Oklahoma. They fucking tore it up. He's going back there again to play with fucking Murray. I think it's going to be special whether or not, you know, I know the six-week suspension or whatever for Hopkins. It's only going to help Brown not being the only guy out there. And then I'm, I'm sitting here with another pick, and you guys would think I'd want Michael Thomas. I don't I don't know if I think Michael Thomas wants to play football. Like, maybe his injury is that bad and it's taken him a long time to recover, but it just seems like it's one thing after another. And I, quite frankly, I hope he plays. I'm a Saints fan, and I don't think he will. So I'm just going to keep stacking the running back, get a nice flex. I think this guy will play. I know they drafted a running back, but Elijah Mitchell, I think he'll still be the starter in San Francisco. Mostert's out. I think he'll take ownership of that. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, when when Mitchell was healthy, he was an absolute stud. They forgot that they drafted Trey Sermon with the second-round pick. Trey Sermon revival. You just watch. Could happen. So after he took Elijah Mitchell, Dalton Schultz went off the board. So now here I am. I now have three running backs with Harris Swift and um, Swift. Did I say that? Whatever. Whoever the fuck I got. Anyways, I got to play another wide receiver. I have my flex in Harris. There's some big wide receivers still available. You know, Fish just talked about Michael Thomas. I actually kind of agree with Fish. I don't really want him on my team. Uh, If I didn't have Keenan Allen, I would totally take Mike Williams here. I actually might take Mike Williams anyways, because fuck it, why not? I mean, if he doesn't throw to one, he throws to the other one. So, I mean, that could be huge. But I'm going to just play the safe bet. I'm actually going to go with Brandon Cooks here. I like Brandon Cooks because even though people are like, oh, Davis Mills, blah, blah, blah. Brandon Cooks, to me, has just essentially been one of the unsexiest safe picks, in my opinion. I mean, last year... Wide receiver 20. He had 90 catches for 1,037 and 6. Houston's going to be bad still. It's it's not accurate, but it feels like one of us could go play quarterback in Houston and Brandon Cooks would get 1,000 yards. Like, I know it wouldn't happen, but it just feels like that. Like He's done with anybody he's been with. Yeah, Brandon Cook, And so, like, plus, like, I already have Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson. So I have safe wide receivers. But Brandon Cooks, I mean, barring health, but you could say about any player, but I, I fucking love Brandon cooks. And plus, you know, we kind of touched on it too. If he's your guy, go get your guy, especially cause again, I'm at the tail end of the draft. There's going to essentially be two rounds before I get to pick again. And cooks more than likely wouldn't make it back to me. So I just went ahead and pulled the trigger and got my guy. Nice. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think cooks, I was looking cooks there as well. Uh, but anyways, after you took cooks, Michael Thomas went, Mike Williams went, and then the two run on the, really the two running backs I was looking at, which was Sanders and A.J. Dillon. So now I'm sitting here thinking, all right, I'd like another running back to play, possible flex play slash backup role. There's two guys that I'm looking at right now, and that's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, which, listen, that, it's come and gone, I think. The, the Clyde, the CEH fucking hype train came and then it crashed and then it sort of picked up again and then it crashed again i'm i'm off of him i'm gonna go ahead and go with the guy that i wanted this year in a lot of my dynasty leagues 
and that's Ken Walker. I think Ken Walker is going to step into Seattle, and I think he's going to be a damn good piece to that puzzle. Does anyone think it's weird, though, that Walker's getting drafted ahead of Penny when even though Penny... He's, he's the incumbent starter, and he's had health problems over the years. But he dominated last year at the end of the year. And he's coming if he dominated so much, though, why did they draft Walker? Because he can't stay In, healthy. With a they high s- a one- yeah, they signed him to a one-year deal, right? Yes. Worth how much? I think it's like $4 million or something like that. $5 million. I'm going to follow the money. And the money is the guy that they took with a decently high f- pick. I'm taking Walker. Actually, I, I I agree with your pick though, because Ked Walker, if he got drafted by just about any other team, because there was talks that he was the running back one uh, of the rookies over Brees Hall, but you know Brees Hall had a larger skill set. But you know some people were talking about how Ken Walker might be more viable than than Hall, but you know, but yeah, I, I agree with that pick. I was just trying to make a point. So my thing with Kenneth Walker is. You're all, we're also drafting on Sleeper right now. Sleeper tends to favor Dynasties. So the ADP will factor into that. So that's one thing is when you're, draft, when you're drafting on the sites, know their ADP. But So after Walker went, CEH went, and Mooney. Mooney's a, Mooney's a tough guy to judge just because Justin Fields is just so hit or miss last year. But with my next pick, he's during the draft, he's going to sit in my flex, but he's a handcuff. He, I'm drafted on probably two rounds too early, but I'm making sure I get my guy and he falls back to me. And I'm taking Melvin Gordon. I'm going to solidify the Denver Bronco backfield. And then. And then after Gordon goes, Hopkins and Browns goes. I mean, do you guys think I drafted Gordon too early? You probably drafted him too early compared to ADP, like, but you also probably wouldn't have gotten him if you drafted him if you didn't draft him in one of these two picks. And because he's a player that can basically be put in right away in your flex. You can play both Gordon and Williams in most games and expect one of them to get, you know, 10 points and one of them to get 17 if they get a touchdown. They got Russell Wilson as a quarterback now. Like, they're both, it's viable to both start both of them. Is it a good idea? Not, probably not. But as a handcuff at the same time, it's great. Yeah, I mean, I agree with all that. I, I think you did draft him a little too early. You probably could have picked him up in... I don't know. I think he probably could have made it back to you in the eighth round. But you already have a pretty well-rounded roster with, you know, if healthy Christian McCaffrey puts up the points of six running backs, you know, he, he, even though he's yeah. one guy, he's a fucking stud. You got Javante, you got Mike Evans, you got Pittman. You also got a potential top tight end with Waller. So you have a very well-rounded roster. So you could take a shot on... Melvin Gordon or something. Now you do have one more pick right now, you know, so you could like, like let's say your buddies are now razzing you, teasing you for picking your handcuff, but now you could get them to shut the fuck up because if you pick up another good player right here, it'll, it'll quiet them down real quick. 
So I'm looking. I, I still need to complete my roster, get another receiver, get a QB. And the receivers available, I just don't like. Adam Thielen, no thanks. I think he's over the hill. Burks and London, I, I'm i not sold on the rookie receivers. Juju, eh. Devontae Smith. So I think I'm going to bite the bullet and take a QB here and just fill up on receivers in later rounds and go Jalen Hurts with the running God upside. God damn it. God damn it. You know, it's funny. I actually had the same thought process as you because I was just looking at who's available and I was like, I don't like any of these guys. And if Hurts falls to me, I was 100% going to pick up Hurts right there. Right. Jalen Hurts was a top 10 quarterback last year just by basically running the ball. And he's got A.J. Brown now. Yeah. No, he was – I was going to go Hurts 100% with my pick right now. There's really – on the board, I'm just looking here of what is popped off so far. There's still a couple of teams that need quarterbacks, and there's not enough quarterbacks left, I thought. So I thought Jalen Hurts has the most upside. But I'm going to take the guy with the next amount of upside, and – I'm going to go ahead and take Dak Prescott. Now, before I went, just for the listeners, Thielen went after Hertz, after Ross took Hertz, and then uh, Godert went with the next pick. But I'm going to go ahead and take Dak Prescott, jump on the quarterback train. Let's go. So now, like, a lot of the big quarterbacks are gone, in my opinion. And Burks, Juju, Drake London, Kareem Hunt are gone. So now I'm on the board. So actually right here, Kind of like what we were just talking about. Like, there's a lot of players that are still available, but I'm really not in love with any of their upside. And I feel like I could probably sneak a sleeper player here towards the end. There's still a couple quarterbacks I like. And, you know, Fish has a quarterback. Team 11 does not have a quarterback. So I probably won't take a quarterback with this pick. I'll probably just grab another player. And then... When it loops back to me, I'll go ahead and pick up my quarterback. So I got three running backs. I got three wide receivers. I'm punting the position to tight end, so I'll probably wrap that up towards the end because just about everybody, I'm looking at the board, I think everybody has a tight end except for, Rome, you don't have one. You know why? Because fuck them, that's why. <laughs> uh, team It'll nine doesn't pick. have one. Yeah, and and fish. So like, you know, Basically, everyone has a tight end, and at this point in time, they're all the same. You're gonna stream whatever anyway, so fuck it. So I'll just try. I'll just try to pick like the next event, like player I like. I don't like Devonta Smith. Garrett Wilson has some huge upside. I actually, he was my favorite wide receiver coming out of the draft. Outside of you know, he was. I just, I'm not a big Zach Wilson guy. I don't like Cordero Patterson. He was great last year. He's been in the league for like nine years, and now all of a sudden he's a superstar. Get the fuck out of here. No. And he lost his uh, wide receiver eligibility, so that takes away from him. He's less sexy to me now on Sleeper because now he can only play running back, and I don't like that option. I don't like Elijah Moore for the exact same reasons of what I just said for Garrett Wilson. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pick Gabriel Davis. So he's the wide receiver two for Buffalo. I already have all of my wide receivers, but right at the end against Kansas City, he had three monster touchdowns. I, you know, they let uh, Manny Sanders go. They did bring in uh, Crowder, 
But I think Gabe Davis has some really good upside. And plus, like, fuck it. Who cares? It's it's. I already got my wide receiver, so I can just play the matchups that I like. He could be good bye week filler. He could be trade bait. So I'm going to go ahead and take Gabriel Davis here. All right, all right. I was looking at Gabe Davis, but I, I I think there's a couple people that I don't know if I would pick them before, but I'm still good here in the uh, Russell Wilson. Went after that, I have quarterbacks, so I don't need anything there. I'm I'm just looking to really add depth at this point. Um, tight end, I'll still wait on. So one person I like here, uh, also. Basically a number one wide receiver on team. Quarterback's not quite the best, but he's had really good years and takes away from this position. But I'm going to take Bateman. There's really nothing left. It's just him and Andrews. So I think Bateman will do solid. And one thing before my next pick, I'd like to point out that people that waited on quarterbacks, like Tom Brady's still available, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford. That's like the three, five, and six quarterback last year still available. In the eighth round. Um, Yes, I took one early, but just wanted to point that out. Um, And then everybody knows that I'm married. I have two kids. But I also have a boyfriend. And his name's Hunter Renfro. So I'm going to take him. I I almost went Renfro where I took Gabe Davis. (laughs) But I was like, I don't know. Fuck it. I, I, I like the upside of Davis. So here I am now. Back on the clock. After... Fish took Bateman Renfro. Devonta Smith went. And I was going to go quarterback, but I decided, fuck it. I'm going to punt quarterback, too. I'm just going to keep filling up all that depth. Team 6 still doesn't have a running. Oh, no, they do. They have A.J. Dillon. I lied. But he only has one running back. So I'm going to pick up another one right now. I'm actually going to take Tony Pollard to the Dallas Cowboys. I think with the departure of Amari Cooper, you know, Zeke, Zeke's still the starter. He's still a stud, but Tony Pollard got a lot of play last year. And I, I could see him still being heavily involved in this offense. You know, he was the running back 28 last year in PPR. I just, I, I don't see him, you know, he, he had 150 carries. I'm sorry, 130 carries. And he had 46 targets out of the backfield this late in the game. I already have three running backs. Like I said, I'm building up depth. I might try to trade Tony Pollard to Rome because he has Zeke. So, and also fuck team six. I'm dicking him over. Cause look now he had to take Cordero Patterson and he can only play him at running back now. So boom in your face, team six, go suck a dick. Yeah. Team six, you punk ass bitch. Anyways, after you, after you took Pollard, uh, the old man, Brady was off the board. Wilson, Elijah Moore, Cordell Patterson. So now I'm sitting here and I'm thinking I got three wide receivers, I've got three running backs, and I've got my quarterback. I am thinking of a couple of options here. I'm looking Brandon Ayuk in the face, and I'm thinking, can you really be as bad this year as you were last year? And I think the answer is yes. Yes, he can. He He can can be be. even worse. He can can 100% get worse. So I'm actually, I'm going to do something I think that I don't. I don't even know if I want to. I'm I'm eyeballing the the current MVP of the league, and I'm thinking, could I go back to back quarterbacks and just lock it down, have a good to go, play the matchup for every single week? I 
think that that is actually that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take Aaron Rodgers. Boo, boo you for that, sir. Nah, nah. So I just want. Why are you so high on Rodgers this year when he lost his top two is three weapons? Correct. Correct. It's not necessarily that I'm high on Rodgers. I think it's that he is he's still Aaron Rodgers and he's going to be a great quarterback in the NFL. It's not like he's had great weapons his entire career. He's had Adams, who's definitely helped. Uh, I think that he can make the kid Christian Watson pretty damn good. And I think he's already made guys like Aaron Jones as a receiver even even better. The guy caught four touchdowns receiving last year, didn't he? In a game, in one game. So I, I just think Rodgers is always going to be able to move the ball. Plus, if it's a, it's a solid matchup, I'm taking it. Over Prescott, meaning. I mean, that, that's fair enough. I mean, I like what you did because you made Team 3 panic and take yeah. <laughs> Stafford thinking people are going to go on a run for backup QBs. But in between Stafford and Rodgers, Tyler Lockett went, which ended eighth round. That's a huge value for the guy. Uh, I'm looking at my team. I still need a starting receiver. Whereas, I mean, Ayuk's there. I I don't like him just like same as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like, I mean, yeah, Buffalo drafted Cook, but Singletary's still the guy now. They obviously hate Zach Moss. So I'm going to take him. Singletary will technically be my flex over Gordon. And then Team 1 dick me by taking Ayuk and Olave. So my wide receiver 3 is going to be a bad one. Holy shit. The Bobby, name Bobby Trees, baby. Bad. Bobby Trees. Christian Kirk, all that money. He all right, is Chase on, Claypool. Oh. He's I the like best Kirk. wide receiver in the game, is what he says. Dude, if oh. this dude could stay healthy, Kadarius Tony. So, oh man, I. You know what? I'm gonna play off of Rome's Rome's QB two, and take his number one option and take Lazard. Not a bad idea. Uh-huh. I actually think Lazard has a good year. You know, he's six five two twenty seven, so he's got a similar build. Dude, to- he's solid when he's played. He's always been yeah. stuck behind people. And that well, it's Devontae Adams. He was stuck behind Devontae Adams. Adams is gone, yeah. so he's and plus Rogers hates rookies. It's like a known thing. But I mean Lazard, I mean, look at his stat line from last year. Sixty targets, forty catches, but eight touchdowns. Yeah. So I mean Fuck yeah. I, I like that pick, actually. Well, I'm glad I could inspire you to take him. You've inspired me to do something as well, Mr. Ross. I took Walker a couple of picks earlier, and now I'm going to go ahead and jump on the Rashad Penny and just take the Seattle backfield in case there's an injury. You start the guy who's the starter, and I'm going with it. Rashad Penny. 
Boom City. All right, so after uh, Mr. Rome took Rashad Penny, went Chase Claypool, Zach Ertz, Dawson Knox, James Cook went. So now I have a pretty complete team. I got three running backs. I got four wide receivers. So I still need a tight end and a quarterback. But again, just about everybody has a tight end. Some teams even have two quarterbacks. So I can still wait on quarterback. There's still a couple quarterbacks I actually like. Trey Lance is still available. Derek Carr is still available. Kirk Cousins is still available. Actually, spoiler alert, how I was so high on Tannehill last year. He was my hot and bothered quarterback. This year it's going to be Kirk Cousins. I actually love Kirk Cousins this year. But um, Kiss of death. Don't put that evil out there. I've been correct sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, a couple players I like out there. You know what? Like, But at the same time, I don't really like anybody. But I think I'm going to go ahead and take Christian Kirk here. I mean, they paid this man. Yeah, follow the money, A baby. lot of fucking money. So, I mean, you, you got a revamped offense. Urban Meyer's gone. Trevor Lawrence looked... He had his mo. He overall was bad, but he had his moments that Trevor Lawrence looked legit. They beefed up the O line. They made the defense better. So I think Christian Kirk is actually a, a decent pick. I, I, you know, and plus, like I said, I already have a full roster, so it's not like I can wait for Kirk to be something, and it's not the end of the world to me. That's fair. You don't have a full roster yet. You still need tight end, but that's okay. Because, really, there's all kinds of tight ends. Um, at this point, I'm just looking to add depth. And I'm going to try to grab the players that I think either have the most upside or best available in a position I need. The only position I need is tight end. And I don't think the guys there have as much upside as ga- grabbing backup guys in this spot. Um, this dude has done nothing but good things. I just, I'm going to take him. I just don't know how the scenario will play out. But James Robinson, it he's proven he could be an RB1 in any scenario. Will the team use him right? How is ETN coming back from that injury? If ETN struggles from that injury, James Robinson's the guy, another new coach. How will they use him? Who knows? But ninth round, I'll take a shot. And then just keep in mind, point, but Robinson did tear his Achilles towards the end of the year last year. He did, but so, so it's kind of like he'll come in the middle of the season. Correct. I'm just, but I'm he's, just throwing that out there. He's been a great player the entire time. Like I said, you're taking him pretty late. At this point, you're just either stacking depth or filling out positions where you probably don't need to be filling it out yet. Maybe quarterback you can grab, but I already got one. Tight end, I there's plenty. I actually will take a tight end in my next pick right here. But I probably could wait for this too, but I'm, I'm going to grab my guy. I'm going to take Hunter Henry. Um, touchdown machine. Yeah, it's actually a good pick. You know what? Um, I will say this. Fish is right, though. Like, other than Rome drafting Aaron Rodgers questionably after drafting Dak Prescott, if you draft one of those high-end quarterbacks, I really don't feel the need. Because, like, where you took Aaron Rodgers, you know, you could have had Tyler Lockett, uh, Chris Olave. Well, I, I don't need him. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I feel you. But so, 
You know what? I'm just going to grab a tight end just because I don't like seeing the zero on my thing. Yes. I'm going to plus like we're already we're only doing 12 rounds. So we're already basically at the end. So I'm going to grab Cole Komet here. Uh, Jimmy Graham is gone. Cole Komet was quietly the tight end 21 last year on an offense that outside of uh, Darnell Mooney, they have no one else really to throw to. But I mean, Cole Komet saw 93 targets last year. Granted, he had zero touchdowns, but 60 catches for 612 yards. I can only assume it goes up just because Jimmy Graham is gone. Allen Robinson's gone. Got to throw to somebody. So I, I, I kind of like Cole Komet here. Um, I would have liked Mike Gusecki more had they not traded for um, Tyreek Hill. I was a big Mike Gusecki guy, but with the addition of Tyreek Hill, I'm not as big of a Gusecki guy, but I, I like Cole Komet. I mean, it's a, it's a solid pick. So after you took Komet, Gusecki did go off the board. Sky Moore, Trey Lance, and Michael Carter are all off the board. And now I'm sitting here looking at what I've got. Super happy that I am, I believe, the last one without a tight end, which I love. Makes me very happy. And I will pass the position again. And I'm going to go ahead and lock up Kadarius Tony. You know what, dude? When he's healthy, that kid is actually really good he's, at football. He's the man. My only concern is the drafting of Wandale Robinson and the talks of possibly trading Tony. So I don't know if he's going to come in disgruntled as shit because he's going to be like, hey, motherfucker, I was a first-round pick last year. And then you guys drafted right. another guy who plays similar to me and you wanted to trade me. So fuck off. Here's the thing, though. If you draft him like this early, this is pretty early to be drafting, right? We're doing a mock draft, so it doesn't really matter. But if you did draft this early, imagine drafting Tony and he just gets traded to like the perfect role. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's also it's intri- it's uh, it like almost adds to like intrigue. Now, granted, down the road, if we find out in a couple of months or a month that he's drafted to like some shit team, like yeah, he's gonna drop way down. But right now, like New York doesn't got a whole lot. They drafted a rookie. Rookie receivers usually take a while to start performing. You know, so I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. All right, so now it's back to me. After Rome went Tony, uh, Jamison Williams goes to Team 4 and Isaiah Spiller, so two rookies back-to-back. I was hoping Williams made it back to me. Throw him in your IR spot for the first four or five weeks. And then hopefully he can be my wide receiver three. Well, that plan is now dead. In my queue, I have a receiver who I like. I especially like him the first few weeks of the year. Unfortunately, I have to take him out because I already have Mike Evans. I don't want two, two Tampa receivers. So... I am going to go with Ronald Jones, new with KC. I mean, if CEH can't pan out, then who else do they have? I love it. I'm a big fan of Ronald Jones. 
I'm honestly I, not. Why? Because he's fumbled twice in his season? Because it's Ronald Jones. Well, he's done good. When he, when they allow him to play, he's, he's a solid running back. Uh, so after I took Jones, T1 took Carr to back up Lamar Jackson and, I mean, stud tight end Broncos, so their sleeper's ADP isn't really up to date. He's a Hall of Famer. I mean, maybe. It probably has to adjust with mock drafts and stuff like over time. I don't think it's the ADP is based off like actual people doing them. So knowing that I have two picks left and I have five running backs and three receivers, logic would say take take two receivers. I tend to defy logic, and I'm going to go with a rookie running back who I don't buy the hype and saying Marlon Max going to get the carries. I think it's going to be Damian Pearson. I was hoping, I was hoping he would slip back. I knew he, I kind of knew he wouldn't, but that's he's a, he's he's going to be the RB one. Our Marlon Mack may get some at the beginning of the season, but it ain't going to last. All right, so after Pierce fucking got drafted, all right, Michael Gallup got picked, and then Team Four, the dumb idiots, took Deshaun Watson who's probably not going to play this year, and they have Murray, so it's a stupid pick anyways. Now, I'm off I'm off the snide here. <laughs> I guess it's time to take a tight end if guys are drafting retired tight ends before I take one. So here we go. My dilemma is Albert O out of Denver, or do I take Irv Smith out of Minnesota? And I think I'm going to go with my gut, and I'm going to take Albert O because I think he's going to have a solid season with Russell Wilson. Did you having Jefferson factor into not taking Smith? A little bit. I'm really okay with matching up, guys. I, I really am. Um, I just think Albert, oh, I loved him in college. I thought he was a fucking stud. And I think you link him up with a guy, now that Font is gone, and you let him be the number one, I think good things are coming. Well, after uh, you took Albert O, my quarterback sleeper, Team 6 was, must have been spying on me. They took Kirk Cousins, Ramondre Stevenson, Alexander Madison, and Tua Tagovailoa. So now, basically all the quarterbacks are gone, and I'm in a pickle because I <laughs> really Fields. don't I, say, I don't really like any of the quarterbacks that are available now. <laughs> now, Justin Fields does run. I just don't like Justin Fields. I actually don't personally. I don't think Justin Fields is a starting quarterback in like two years. Um, Trevor Lawrence, he has some upside. I actually might take him. I, if he was younger, I'd totally go Matt Ryan. You know, Michael Pittman's a stud, got a good O line, got Jonathan Taylor, but I have a feeling that offense is going to be very conservative and it's going to go through Jonathan Taylor. I'm actually going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to take Jameis Winston. They drafted Olave. They signed Jarvis. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) They they drafted uh, Olave. Mike Thomas is allegedly healthy. You signed Jarvis Landry. This offense, and now if Alvin Kamara is going to be out for potentially six weeks, they're going to be a pass-first offense. 
Jameis Winston, you know, he is uh, a fantasy. He's he's going to be boomer breast. He's either going to get you 10 points or he's going to get you 35 well, or maybe 65. Who the fuck knows? Well, like, look gross. at Yeah. Fuck it. Let's let's go. Let's go, Jameis. Well, let's do this, it. I don't know. I hope I, I hope down. Cole Komet was worth it. It was. I should have taken Kirk Cousins. <laughs> you should have linked up. <laughs> you, probably, you probably should have, but at this point, you're, fuck you're it. stuck. So, Jameis, fuck it. EWs, man. Should have linked up Fields with Komet. I could probably get Fields on the comeback. That's I'm true. not taking him, so you probably could. Um, at this point, I'm, I'm still doing the I'm just going to take players and that I think either have high upside or are good. And this guy may not pan out the whole season, but if I'm going to be out James Robinson for the first half of the season, I might as well get somebody who's in for the first half of the season and who's been damn good on other teams, and that's Russell Gage. He's got Tom Brady throwing him the ball. Yeah, I I don't know if Goblin's going to be back in time for the beginning of the season, and I think he'll fit in just fine. And then after that, you know, like, the sleeper tells me to pick MVS, and I don't know if you guys have heard, but he can't catch the football. So I heard that. I'm gonna, uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. I'm going to go with who I think is going to be the number one receiver on this team. I would pick running backs, but mind you, this is only 12 rounds since my last pick. There's running backs I would pick later that I don't need to reach on now. So I'm going to take Jarvis Landry. That's actually a really good pick. So since this is a short draft, you know, there's actually a couple players that I, I like here. Um, you know, you could take a flyer on Irv Smith, the tight end out of Minnesota. Uh, Naheem Hines, you know, the backup third round running back, whatever, third down running back to the Colts, who actually was just re-signed and paid. You know, so, you know, I could go Justin Fields. I what? I don't fucking care. Especially like with Jameis Winston. To me, he'd be the quarterback that I'll just stream. And then if I don't like his matchup, I'll just drop him or drop someone else for waiver wire stuff but granted you know in most season long redraft leagues you're looking at 16 to 18 you know slots of right you know plus i have one comment on that that we probably didn't think about before we did this mock draft that if you're in your live draft that you should really think about is if you're taking quarterback this late and it's someone like you said Jameis winston who like if he has a bad matchup i'll cut him Think about drafting the quarterback with the best matchup in week one or maybe the first three weeks of the season. Yeah. I don't know. I I've, I honestly didn't look at it, so I don't know if Jameis could have terrible matchups the first three weeks. But that could have changed your actual live draft insight of this guy's playing a bunch of crappy teams for the first three weeks. Might as well take him, dump him after that, and see what's left. Yeah. Although, to be fair, Jameis Winston only played seven games last year, and he was the quarterback 32. Justin Fields played more games and he was the quarterback 31. So, all right, my last pick. I'm just I'm just going to pick him just cuz I I I kind of want to get the name out there a little bit. Tyler Algier, the the running back for the Atlanta Falcons. So, on paper he's not the starter, but all they have is Cordero Patterson, 
who, like I said earlier, he's been in the league for like nine years and he was finally relevant last year. And for those of you that were riding Patterson for most of the year, cause he looked like waiver wire pickup of the year. He flamed out so hard at the end of the year. And they brought in Damian Williams, who has been a career backup and a mediocre player when he had the chance to be the starter. So I actually like Tyler Algier a lot. Um, coming out of BYU, I just I, I think he's going to become the starter sooner rather than later. Now, realistically, you can get Tyler Algier probably later in drafts. But again, since this was a short draft, it was the end of the thing. Or if I didn't go with Tyler Algier, and then their name I want to bring up, DJ Chark. He was injured last year uh, with a really bad team. Now he's coming to Detroit where I actually think Detroit's going to be a much better offense than people think. Um, You know, Jameis Williams is hurt, but when he comes back healthy, it could help out that offense a lot. Amon Ross St. Brown was a stud. I actually like DJ Chark a lot, especially because right now I already drafted like five wide receivers. I could take a shot on a DJ Chark and if it doesn't pan out, it's not the end of the world to me because it doesn't really affect my roster that much. I 100% agree with you, which is why I'm going to go DJ Chark as I was eyeballing him saying, hey, this guy is going to... It was either him or Devontae Parker, who I think is getting another second chance here at being a stud in New England. But I'm going to go with DJ Chark. So anyways, after you took uh, Al Gears. Myers went, Valdez Scantling, Galladay, and Henderson from the Rams. So I'm sitting there now, and I'm taking DJ Chark for all those same reasons you just said. Plus, with the format that we're in where it's three wide receivers and only two running backs, with how it's slotted out right now, I want to make sure to have at least five wide receivers as opposed to five running backs. I mean, it's a good pick with Shark. I mean, who knows what that offense is going to look like if they're all healthy with Jamison Williams coming back. I mean, yeah, you're. St- I mean, obviously you're still relying on golf, but yuck. I mean, I mean he's been after- to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so did Jimmy G, and look where he's at. It's the 49ers, baby. So after Shark went, it went tight end, tight end with Irv Smith and Tyler Higby. I mean, looking at my roster, I clearly need a receiver. But, and I say but, uh, if I draft Christian McCaffrey, I cannot leave a draft without his handcuff. Just in case he does get hurt. So I'm going to go all the way down the board and go Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. And go past him. And I think Donta Foreman's his true handcuff. And Sleeper did not like that pick. No, they got real mad at us for that. <laughs> Sleeper's also a dumb bitch. Yeah. Fucking he Deshaun Watson and Gronk got drafted. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Stupid idiots. Well, that's to be fair, like kind of like what Ross was talking about earlier, you know, sleeper, a lot of the ADP screwed up right now because it's a lot of dynasty leagues that are drafting right now. So you're going to see a lot of rookies higher up than actuality. It's dynasty and best ball. Best ball's huge. Actually, we should do some best ball this year, but we'll talk about that later. Dude, I got some monies on it. Mm. Love it. 
So uh, to recap the teams, I got Najee Harris. Actually, let me just bring up the roster thing. So my quarterback is the wonderful Jameis Winston. I got Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, my running backs, Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Cooks as my wide receivers, Cole Komet, and Damian Harris as my flex with Gabe Davis, Tony Pollard, Christian Kirk, and Tyler Algier on my bench. Rome, how's your team look? Listen, my team's looking good, man. I got my two quarterbacks, right? I got Dak Prescott. I got Aaron Rodgers playing the matchup. I got my running back, Saquon Barkley and Elliott again. I'll agree with Fish. They are boomer bust, but I just have a gut feeling both these guys are going to come back. They're still both relatively young. It's going to be awesome. Max that with the Seattle backfield of Ken Walker, Rashad Penny. I'm all right with it. And then my wide receivers, I think, is going to be huge. You got JJ. There's nobody been more consistent. You got DK Metcalf, Allen Robinson, who I think is going to be a stud, Kadarius Tony. DJ Chark rounding out the team here with old Albert O. I'm pretty happy. All right, Fish, how'd we do? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with my team also. <clears throat> um I got Justin Herbert at the QB with Nick Chubb Antonio Gibson. And then I got Diggs, Brown, Bateman as my starters, but granted my backups could be swapped out pretty regularly. Um Hunter Henry, touchdown machine. I'm a tight end. Mitchell is my flex. And then I got Renfro, Robinson, Gage, and Landry sitting on my bench just waiting to be played. And Director Ross, a lot of running backs. How'd you do? Uh, I Looking at my roster, I don't like it. I mean, starting off with McCaffrey and Javante, I love it. Jalen Hurts, I mean, so I have three stud running backs. I mean, Evans, Pittman, and Lazard. Lazard's a coin flip, but in my eyes, Darren Waller's my wide receiver three, and Lazard's my tight end. Unfortunately, I have Melvin Gordon in my flex and four running backs on my bench. I need some wide receiver depth. But there's a lot more wide receivers available than running backs, so I'm banking on last year's injury bug to hit. And knowing how Josh has a few running backs, I'm in great shape. Yeah. So there you go. We're going to share this draft board on the social media. So if you guys want to check that out, that was great. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in with us this week. We appreciate the love and support. Life has been busy for all of us. But we are we will be back and more consistent and stronger dicked than ever. But we'll forever be there for you you can still always get us on the social medias filthy fball show on twitter filthy fantasy football show on instagram send your emails to filthy fantasy football show at gmail.com and again thank you so much i love you it's hot pull your tits out i'm king josh josh the king big rome fantasy fish a good one y'all